You know, there's a very wonderful story about that's very applicable to the work we've been doing this weekend. And it has to do with, you know, a monk who is living in India and deciding that he's going to find his spiritual teacher, his guru. And this monk travels all over India, everywhere. Everywhere he goes, they tell him your guru is two miles down the road and you make a left turn and keeps finding different teachers, but none of them are right. And, you know, eventually he comes to this town and they say, well, you know, your spiritual teacher is, you know, five miles down the road living. So he goes to this place and he comes to a garbage dump. And in the middle of the garbage dump, there's this old white-haired guy sitting there in lotus position, surrounded by ravenous dogs. And he looks, and these dogs start barking at him, you know, coming at him. And he begins to run, and then for a moment turns around and just opens his heart. And suddenly all the dogs begin to lick his feet. And the garbage dump almost literally becomes kind of a paradise that he's found. And the reason I'm telling this story is because it's really applicable to what I've been trying to teach this weekend. Because ultimately, after all the traveling through our lives, we have to come to the realization that the real guru is life. And initially, life is kind of like ravenous dogs trying to eat us up. You know, we're at war with life. But the moment we learn to open our heart, you understand these life's ravenous dogs will begin to lick our feet. They become our teacher. They become something special that really is there to teach us how to love, how to open our hearts, how to really you know, transcend all the bullshit that goes on in the world and turn it into our spiritual life. Life is the teacher. To most people, life is like a garbage dump full of ravenous dogs. And they basically are fighting for their own life because they're up against odds that are so totally against them that there's no way you can win. The only way you can win is to open your heart and to find in yourself this love. And then the external world becomes a reflection of what you have found inside yourself. I mean, I find that to be an amazing story because it's a story on many different levels, but on the most profound level, it's the story of somebody who finally, after a lifetime of searching, has discovered that the teacher is life. And this junkyard of ravenous dogs becomes a kind of paradise. It becomes an extraordinary place to it. And the reason for that is the person learned to open their heart. You see, the purpose of teaching is not teaching. I mean, people come and the purpose is to give it away. It's to give away things that you've spent a lifetime accumulating. Because if you don't give it away, you've got to come back here until you're capable of giving it away. And the greatest dream of any teacher is to have people that really come to him and become more than he is or she is. You know, so that you give it away and somebody can take it 
and make it their own, make it something that works for them, and then have the capacity to even go beyond it because of what they have learned. And I think to me this is one of the remarkable ways that spiritual teachings sustain themselves in the world. That somebody truly comes and receives what is being given and not through some stupid ego trip. Well, now I got it and I am, you know, now I become an avatar and I become a this and I become a that and I am God on the earth, you know. But through such a profound level of inner surrender, one is capable of transforming those teachings into even something higher, something more rich, more full of spiritual energy. And, you know, it's an, an amazing gift that can be given not only to the teacher but to life itself. So I think that all of meditation and all of this whole guru-disciple thing and all this stuff that it's about this. You know, it's not about having disciples. It's not about how many people. You know, if you get through life and you find three people that really learn what you have to teach, your life has been a complete success. If you find ten, it's been a total miracle. You know? And if you find 20, it's beyond the charts. You know, it's... <laughs> they can't even rack it up in the cosmos, you know? It's so totally beyond, you know? So I think... But the, the incredible thing is that everybody has the tools that can learn, you know? And it's just doing it. For God's sake, I would like to go beyond the charts. Find 30 people, 50 people, because I, I've never seen anybody who doesn't have the tools. I've seen a lot of schmucks in the world, you know, shitting around with the tools and not capable of using them. And, but, but everybody has, what are the tools? Everybody, I mean, you know anybody without a mind? You know, there aren't a lot of people that use it correctly, but everybody has one. You know, you nobody who do, you know anybody in the earth who doesn't breathe. <laughs> I mean, those are the tools for God's sake. You know, you know anybody who doesn't have a will of one sort of another. You know, or a need of one sort or another. These are the tools. And once these tools start being used properly consciously, you know, they begin to develop inside somebody the capacity to receive not just the teachings that come from me, for instance, but the teachings of life. You know, to transform the ravenous dog into something that's licking your toes, you know? It's extraordinary. So all of this is developing the capacity to receive what the universe really is there to teach and to grow. And then automatically it need, you have to give it away. So people will begin to gather that will want to receive it and you have to give it away. I mean, being a spiritual teacher is not a recruiting service, you know, because your real students are always sent by God. They really are. It's always kind of an accident. It's always something that makes no sense how people find their path 
in their spiritual practice. And it's the way it's supposed to be. It's not supposed to make sense. Because once you can make sense out of it, you bring it down to your own level of understanding and you destroy the whole richness of what is being, you know, transferred and what is being channeled into the world. <laughs>